Have you ever wanted to raise your hand and ask a question during the Sunday morning sermon? Are you looking for a place to find real hope? Join us on the Real Life Living in the Here and Now podcast as we tackle life's most unwelcomed questions and learn to live free and real. Each week, we'll take on a subject that cuts through the hype and deals with the hurt and brokenness everyone has but doesn't know where to begin. And now let's join our host as we get real with ourselves, with God, and with you. And welcome back to the Real Life Podcast. Here you are with Anthony Waters and Jamie Couch as we continue to keep it real, raw, and relevant to things that are going on in our lives today and in the world that we live in. And today we're honored to also have with us Somerset Sober Living, and we're excited to uh, talk to them today and uh, find out the mission, the vision, how it all got started, and I'm really excited. What about you, Jamie? Absolutely. Guys, thanks for taking some time to be with us today, and uh, it's a cold morning, early January. Well, I guess mid-January now, but it is early in the morning, uh, but we're, we're excited. We're sitting around the table enjoying a cup of Billy Bean's coffee and a little fruit, had a great conversation, and uh, guys, it's, you're going to be in for a treat um, uh, with this conversation today. So guys, thank you for taking time to be with us. Yeah, thank you for inviting us. Yeah, it's an honor. Uh, as we get started this morning, I'd like to put a plug out there that uh, as you're going to get to hear Gordon talk here in a minute, and you're also going to talk to Jamie, they tried to kill me this morning with a six-mile run. I'd like to point out there that I just got five, four and a half of that done. <laughs> Good yeah. job. <clears throat> you did great. We'll believe in you, James or yeah, Anthony. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, what, what we'll do today um, is we want, we want our, our listeners to, to hear the story. Uh, Somerset Sober Living, I've known you guys for, I don't know, maybe a month or two, or maybe three months now. I don't know. I've, I've, I've been acquainted with Gordon for a while. So why don't we go around first and just introduce the, you know, the group um, and Jonathan, if you, if you can lead out and then we'll just go around the table and uh, introduce the group. And then we want to hear the, uh, what is Somerset Sober Living? What is the, um, what does it do and why? What's that purpose and vision? And then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go into some of the how, the backstory, you know, how you guys got started. So uh, Jonathan. Sure. So, yeah, my name is Jonathan Hardy, and, yeah, I'm just uh, one, of the, one of the four guys that started here. All right. Uh, my name's Sean Dunn. I'm uh, 44 years old, and I'm also a part of this group. I'm excited for what God's done and just glad to be here. Thank you guys for having us. My name is Gordon Turner, and I'm um, just excited to be a part uh, of this group. Uh, these guys are my accountability partners as well and just thankful to be here today thanks jamie and anthony yeah so i'll I'll kind of start and give you a little bit of first of all background about what what is somerset sober living how do we uh you know what do we do first of all and and some people haven't heard of what a recovery residence uh sober living is another term people hear but essentially we're the the next step after people get out of addiction uh, out of a drug rehab, uh, a lot of times they've they've left family behind, uh, they've left friends behind. A lot of times they have to leave the location where they came from. Uh, they, these people have to, uh, to to leave the the drug, the habit, the culture. Uh, they put everything away, and uh, so you know, 
it really wasn't it wasn't my background and Gordon Sean will probably share the same thing it wasn't their background either uh, we were just accountability partners and um, so we we were just you know doing what accountability partners do you know we meet regularly we pray we were talking we were studying the word and we want to know what does God have in store for us what what do we what should we be doing and uh, how are we going to be discipling other people and so um, this just happened over years really and after as we began to meet we were worshiping together and one place we went was uh, Jeff Thurman he's got Cowboy Church and uh, we were going there worshiping and what we saw there is it was just the local uh, drug rehabs he always invited them always had them there and I, it was amazing worship I don't know I, yeah. you guys could say the same thing it, it was just I mean people that were so broken and, and I love my church where I go and worship regularly, but this was a special treat. It really was. And, and you were always seeing what was happening. So, so we were meeting these people and hearing their stories. And that's what they talked about was, you know, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. I get out of rehab. I don't know where I'm going. Mm. I'm going to trust that God's got something planned for me. And it was regular. It was over and over. Mm. And I, I have no idea. <laughs> who came up with the bright idea to do this, but we, uh, at some point we just said, um, maybe we need to do something. Maybe we need to be that next step for them. I mean, does that sound? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, totally. Now, the, uh, kind of stack on top of what you're talking about there. I remember us meeting one morning and over at Amon's and, um, uh, we were talking about, hey, what can we do out here in the community? Well, we went and served at a, or uh, cooked out at a, a local uh, senior citizen uh, apartment complex. And then we said, hey, let's go over to Lake Hills. And so we went over there and it seemed like something really sparked, you know, our interest or, you know, God put that in our heart at that point, I think. It was part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's really neat to step back and just uh, see how God will work in a situation through our lives. None of us, I think, would have ever seen this transpire for us. We were all in different parts of our life doing different things, and it's neat how God brings people together with a heart that just uh, really just wanted to serve Him and see what He had for us to do in this world. And like Gordon and Jonathan mentioned, you know, we started feeling like we need to get out in the community and talk to people and get to know people and kind of see what's going on. And then we started seeing needs and, uh, you know, really it just was about, you know, loving people and, you know, being having opportunities to share Christ with people. And and like Gordon said, it, it brought us to different places in life. and. And we went up to Lake Hills, which is a local rehab here, and and uh, we had a cookout with those guys and just had great conversations with a lot of people. We really made a couple friendships to even this day that we still have from that that one little time up there. But, uh, you know, one of the guys told me as he was standing there talking, he's like, you know, I, I don't know what to do next when I leave because... The only place I have to go back to is my home with my family, and they're all in addiction. And he, he felt, he was literally almost brokenhearted that that was his only option to go back to. And, uh, you know, you get to thinking about that. You leave and you think about that. 
And that's the reality for a lot of people. You know, we know that if you're trying to get away from something, you can't go right back to where you came from. And these guys, a lot of times at rehab, they really do discover that they want something different in life. They do. They just don't know what it is. So, you know, you walk away from those conversations and start praying and asking God to reveal, you know, what can you do in this? You know, you just heard the need. Lord, reveal to us what you want for us to do and be involved in that. So, you know, through prayer and through uh, conversations and meeting people, I feel like, you know, God started doing the work in our heart, started changing us and giving us a heart for people in addiction and recovery and and it's just crazy to think that here we are now with two houses and uh, guys in here. We've really just become a family almost, you know. We have our Bible studies and our times together and conversations through the week. And, you know, these guys reach out to us and we reach out to them. And we're, we've seen people, you know, get back involved with their families and reconnect with their children that they haven't had a relationship with in 10 years. and. You know, that just shows us so much that how, what God's capable of doing, because none of this is anything that we could have done in ourselves, mm-hmm. none of it. Yeah. It's uh, hard for me to talk about any of this and not just point straight to God and His glory, because I, I, I'm not even the kind of person that likes to talk in front of people, and, and here I am on a podcast, so <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to somebody else now. <laughs> you know, uh, to to go back what we were talking about when we went over to Lake Hills that popped up on my Facebook feed here recently and I think that was two years ago right yeah and uh, of course I remember uh, back in January when we us three went on a mission trip I remember Jonathan saying on the plane hey that 501c3 is almost ready to go or (laughs) the paperwork's filed or something like that and you know here we are today and it's just been you know, I'm just blessed to be a part of it. And, you know, I, I, I used to think, hey, I don't have enough time. I'm too busy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, God made God made a way. So, yeah. 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 You know, in, in our mission, uh, we when we started out, we said, you know, we talked very uh, specifically about keeping on mission, staying on, on that uh, purpose. And, and so our, our mission is providing Christ-centered guidance to help adults advance in recovery. And so we're very much discipleship focused and, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of other, uh, organizations that do something similar, uh, to what we do, um, uh, but they don't do, do it why we do it, I guess is the best way to put it. So, so there's been times where as we've, you know, this process started a year and a half ago, uh, in earnest and, um, and we have, we've, God's blessed it. And we've seen, just like Sean said, yeah, it's been amazing to see, um, you know, when, when the gospel really breaks through to people, mm-hmm. you see that relationships are, are repaired. Um, you know, again, the addictions, the walls are breaking down and mm-hmm. uh, people that weren't seeing success and, and uh, seeing uh, uh, freedom from that bondage suddenly we're we're breaking through and uh and seeing wow i do i can do this you know god's with me here and and, uh and it's been it's it's just very relational so yeah i don't anticipate we'll be ever be a large organization or something that's you know it's just not building to build its sake it's building for the kingdom right Mm -hmm. and god will he'll he'll provide the uh the harvest 
right? We're just trying to be faithful in what he put in front of us. And, um, and it, it's, to me, it's amazing to see how God works because none of the three of us thought this was the path forward. You know, we, we for years, we just said, okay, we'll do this and we'll plan this. And just like Gordon said, you know, we'd go here or we'd go there and we'd say, okay, this is it. But all of a sudden we would see, you know, we were there at Lake Hills and something was different. Something was, so we said, okay, I guess this is what we pursue. So here we are. Yeah. You know, at Lake Hills, you know, uh, Sean mentioned we had some relationship with the guys and one of them was Andrew, of course. He, he just stood out to us at, at that point, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we continued to this day, two years later, still, you know, invested in Andrew. And uh, even, even I think that's, to me, that stands out. It seemed like his face always did, mm-hmm. his, his smile. So, yeah. That's pretty amazing, guys. And so you think about that. You got three guys uh, who didn't didn't plan on probably even doing what you're doing today. Three years ago, you probably wouldn't have imagined that, uh, that this would have come to fruition and be where you're at. But I, I love the story because what this is, this is three men that – love jesus first Amen. you fell in love with him first and then and then you you wanted to serve and you know as i hear your story and i hear how this is materializing you had a heart to serve and in that serving you you saw gaps you, you saw gaps in 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 recovery and and not that you any of you went to school to train uh Jonathan, you went to school to train to be a dentist, not to uh, right. <laughs> not not to or to work in recovery. And so, um, in that moment, it's like, wait a second, this is I'm not comfortable <laughs> doing this. And you probably experienced that, but then, but your heart for the gap seems, and and all I mean, you guys bleed, you guys bleed this. I mean, you 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 you, you can say your your heart beats for it because God's called you to it and given you a desire to do it that's greater than the than the than the um the uphill climb to get where you need to be. Yeah. But but the neat the thing, neat thing about this story is you you found a gap and then you begin to look internally you know among yourselves to say okay now how in the world and I heard you say it Gordon how in the world are we going to what can we do? And you started going out and serving Lake Hills Oasis the light bulb came on that's the gap. Mm-hmm. What can we do? You heard the story from the young man. What am I going to do next? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Sean, as you're sharing about that, you know, you're you're connecting with him, and all of a sudden it's like, well, let's let's do this. You probably didn't know how you were going to do it, but then, uh, it, but but it's neat to see God put things together, use the unique gifts within this group, and in, as the group has grown, the other gifts that's came on board mm-hmm. to fill the gap Absolutely. that wasn't being filled before. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, very easily, you could have been fourth row Freddie, and I call him fourth row Freddie, eighth row Andrew, and ninth row, I don't know, what starts with a name, Nancy, <laughs> but you're not a Nancy Gordon. Uh, uh, <laughs> but then, but then and, and, and comfortable in, in, in your church on your Sunday services and doing what you're doing, and, but, and you got so many opportunities probably to use an excuse. I ain't got time. Gordon, you're, you're doing a race like every week and running like 14,000 miles a day. And everything you do, and you, all you guys work and you're busy and you're busy and you're going and you got kids and you got families. And, and use the excuse I've used so many times is I don't have time. I, I really don't have time. But I love your point. 
God made time. God made time. So, guys, this is this is powerful. So, you know, I just I just think it's so amazing to see how God brought you guys together. I think every time I hear this story, it never gets old because you see the heart of God and how God intertwined everybody together yeah. in this in this whole process. It's a, absolutely amazing uh, from the outreaches to the mission trip. God was God was molding and shaping you guys to where you're at right now and you know and 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 while this is happening you can still see god molding and shaping and now you see and i love there's one thing that you guys always say that i love and that's the discipleship part of it you know you're just not helping guys through recovery to try to you know get them to where they're able to go back into society Mm -hmm. you're discipling these guys man and if you ever talk to any of these guys it's always amazing uh what they talk about like i think about jr he was sitting there talking to me last week and he told me about a girl that he used to date and run around with in school, how she had changed her life, gave her heart to God. And he said, I sat there as she got her one year sobriety. And he said, inside, I just melted. I was like, oh, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And he remembered the things that were in the past, but he saw what God had done. And he looked at me, he said, isn't God amazing? And I thought, man. And, you know, but that's what it's about. It's the discipleship. And I, I think that's one of the most amazing aspects of this. And I mean, my mind goes back to when uh, we would be in the subdivision, when this all first started, before uh, Magnolia ever came through. I remember Gordon coming through and said, man, we're looking for a house. You know, be, be in prayer. Have your yeah. church pray for us that God will make a, make a way and make a move. Now here you guys are two houses later. Amen. And look at what God's doing. Yeah. I just think it's amazing. Yeah. You know, you know we all know that uh, foundation is what we have to have. We gotta have that foundation, and that's what we talk about discipleship. That's what it is for us. We gotta get these guys to a place where they've got something inside of them that's gonna carry them and change them, and we know what that is. That's God. I'm gonna go back again real quick, but you know, when you were talking about how God has built the foundation through time, I, I kind of go back and almost think, you know. Because you guys were praying out at the Cowboy Church in the morning, so that seed was started there with Johnny and some other folks. But then I also look back, you know, with us as accountability partners, it's it's helped me get out of my com- comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of the things we were doing, I'm sitting there thinking it was pretty uncomfortable. You know, like hey, going down to PC Park to just serve people, and you know, they're looking at you like you're weird. So, but you know. <laughs> Looking back through all that, and I just just having accountability men in my life has meant a lot, and that goes mm-hmm. back to uh, Dan Basile. I know Jonathan and Dan, and and I met a long time ago, and then of course Dan moved on. He's a chaplain at, for the federal prison system, and then Sean he joined. But having these guys, you know, challenge me and push me out of my comfort zone has meant a lot to me, and. Uh, I wouldn't be where doing these things today if it wasn't for these guys and people in the past, Dan and other good Christian men. So that's what I'll say. Yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm been struck with that uh, in this whole journey, this whole process, that God, he's always working in uh, new and surprising ways. And... I hesitate to say that you know you see a pattern, but in in a sense there is a pattern. It, it almost seems like the thing that um, you know that maybe I'm unwilling to do or I'm not ready to do 
that usually seems to be the thing that's he puts kind of before me. And I think the guys probably say something very similar because um, out of my comfort zone, yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> I've definitely been there and, and am there, and, and I feel like that's where, you know, he's camping us at this point. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely out of the comfort zone. Mm. And uh, But the I guess as God has become the treasure that you have to seek above anything else and and he wants that for us you know that's what's good for us that's what that's we're in the zone right when we're when we're our heart is is to, ready to do that and um, I guess that's been the most exciting thing and then also seeing in the discipleship that's you know that we were talking uh, about you know our own walks and what we hadn't seen and what I hadn't seen in my life was um, I was making disciples that would be making disciples and I said, okay, well, if that's if that's what spiritual maturity looks like. I guess I should be moving in that direction. What you know? How does this happen, God? What do I do? <laughs> and so, I think it's been exciting. Uh, you mentioned Jr. and and, that, and he's one that, that comes to mind, and others. Uh, but you know, they're, they'll come to us in in the middle of the week, and they'll say, hey, yeah, I, I got to share uh, the Lord with someone, and and they came to Christ, and and uh, I said, this is great, this is awesome, and you know, and then now. Um, this is probably the first time in my life where I can say that I'm seeing disciples going and making disciples. And, mm -hmm. and so, yeah, just like you said, Jamie, that's, you know, you kind of go into this, where's their space, where's, where's their uh, unmet need and, and, um, and then where's God blessing. And then just say, okay, this is where I want to be. This is where I'll, I'll park here as long as you'll have me. And, mm -hmm. you know, what's even seems neat to me is we're all three from three different churches you know four actually when we're all sitting here but you know and that's just a, a good explanation that hey we're we are one church together we're not separate yeah. churches right so yeah. we, we can work together that's mm -hmm. a really kingdom work and 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 it's neat to see that uh just just come together and and how that uh God in the background orchestrates and design has designed all of this unbeknownst to us. And then I love the fact that all of you have mentioned the fact of being uncomfortable and out of the comfort zone, because I think it's there when you launch out on something and you have no idea how you're going to do it and where the funds are going to come from or how the mm -hmm. people are going to, I mean, and, 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 and you feel awkward and weird and all these things that go through our minds, right? And then all of a sudden you see it start happening. Yeah. But then you know it ain't you. You, you, you mm -hmm. really, at that moment, it's almost like the scripture comes to life in our lives uh, that says that, um, that in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. Yeah. And, and I love that because we almost have to fall back. We got the trust fall thing going on. You're, yeah. you're, you're falling back into the arms of God mm -hmm. and watching him do his work. Yeah. Guys, this has been gold. Um, for, for those listening in, Next week, uh, you're going to hear more about this, more about how it works, uh, the day-to-day -day operations of Somerset Sober Living, uh, a little bit more about the vision, and some more about uh, how they've been able to navigate the uncomfortableness of the journey and, uh, and, and giving God glory. So before we get off this podcast and close out, guys, how can, how can somebody get involved uh, and how can they help? And then what is the, the, the website or uh, whatever means of contact they can, they can reach? 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing is is just pray for us. Just we need a, a strong, solid uh, group of people that uh, believe in what we're doing and what God's done in this situation. And this is the truth. There's, there's, these are men's lives that's at stake here. So they need your prayers. They need, uh, they need God's hand in their lives in a major way. So, and I'll let Jonathan explain the rest. Right. No, I, I agree. I agree with that, Sean, 100%. Uh, prayer is first and foremost what we need. Um, our, our website is somersetsoberliving.org. And uh, yeah, we're a, we're a nonprofit, 501c3. Um, you have on, on the website, uh, you can learn a little bit more about uh, our homes, uh, what we do. You can even see our, um, our, uh, our resident guide, and that's, that'll give you a little bit more uh, on how we do what we do. And um, if you know anybody uh, in the Somerset area that, that this might be something to work for, by all means, let them know. And uh, there's, a, there's an application. They can fill it out online. It comes to us, and then we go and we interview them. That's uh, part of the process there. Uh, but, yeah, you can, you can partner with us. And, and even if you're here locally, you know, we'd love to have we've got Bible studies regularly. Uh, we'd love to have people join those. And um, uh, if you want to contribute, we uh, have a place to contribute online as well. So I'd say just go to the, the website, somersetsoberliving.org, and you can kind of uh, interact with us there. I was also going to mention, he mentioned, uh, you know, we take guys from everywhere. So we've, we've had some couple people from out of state. So, I mean, Eastern Kentucky. So just anybody anywhere mm-hmm. in the area is, you know, welcome to apply and come. And I just want to say thank you to all the folks who have supported us and made donations this year and uh, we just couldn't be doing this without 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 those people who are supporting us absolutely all right so guys we will put that in the show notes as well so folks if you're listening in just look at the show notes and the website will be there if you weren't able to write it down as you were driving to work you can uh, you can just click on the link and and get there as well so uh, until next week guys uh keep it real thank you for joining the real life podcast You can subscribe to our program anywhere podcasts are available. Stay up to date by subscribing to our show. Join us again next week as we tackle real life together.